Yo, just a quick a quick little in a, introduction right here. I'm just disclosing that there is no video podcast for this one. There's just going to be a nice little display in the background, you know what I'm saying? For the few people who do watch video, uh, the video podcast, for those who don't know, it's on Spotify and on YouTube. For those who don't know about the Spotify thing, you just got to research up word of reason and it is still there. All the audio podcasts from 1 to 10 are being uploaded on the YouTube. We got the first three out there. You can go ahead and check them out in the YouTube. Just search up word of reason. But yeah, just a little quick disclaimer for those who do actually watch it on YouTube and or Spotify. That is just going to be a nice audio podcast between me and the special guest we got today. So thank you guys so much for coming to the podcast. You guys are such a blessing to me. And uh, I hope to be a blessing unto you as well. And yes, you guys enjoy. Please enjoy the pod. (laughs) Welcome, y'all, to the Word of Reason podcast, where you bring reason to your life only through the Word of God. And today, for the first time in 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 a little bit, honestly, we got a guest. We got my boy, AJ. Welcome to the pod, bro. Hey, thank you. Thank you. No problem. No problem. Glad to be here. Indeed. You know what I forgot to do? I forgot to bring up the soundboard, but you know what? We don't need it today because this is going to be an interesting conversation topic because we, I'm going to be very honest, me and him haven't a whole lot, so we're going to be really conversating for the first time on here. Um, I know I should have done the formalities beforehand when this week has been mad busy, but um, I'm, I'm very happy that you wanted to come on to the podcast. I'm surprised you actually, I'm surprised and thankful you actually said to very little and very little conversation. Oh, yeah, sure. Just call and podcast. Yeah, not nah, fine. <laughs> I trusted you. I was hoping you wouldn't say anything. Uh, not hoping. I was believing and trusting that you wouldn't say anything that's going to be like completely out of the left field. So I don't know. I, I definitely was just like, you know what? You're coming from a trusted That's source. Why not? Yeah, you're, you're coming from a trusted source. So I'm, I'm going to believe you. But today, uh, to be honest, just so we can get a feel for each other, because we haven't really done that yet. Um, tell me about how you came to Christ, because the testimony tells a lot about the person. Well, to be honest, I grew up. I grew up in the church, but... It was more of I went to church with my dad, but didn't really have that relationship with Christ that you're supposed to have. Mm -hmm. But when I was in my early 20s, that's really when I started to have a yearning for him mm-hmm. and around when COVID hit that's during isolation that's really when I came in into a relationship with him mm, okay so up until that point you have been like where a lot of people have been at where they feel like I go to church because this person's bringing me rather than you know obviously seeking out Jesus for themselves and you just got to the point where you really wanted to find out who he actually is. Um, was it based off of that, that, that enclosed space that we were all in during COVID or was it for any other reasons in particular? It was based off of things I had known 
mm-hmm. and um not having based off of one things I had known and two have having questions and not knowing everything that I really wanted to mm-hmm. and not doing all the research that I had really done and not going fully in depth. Okay. Okay, yeah, I get you. Having some gray areas where you wanted some answers and you knew that, you know what, let me, why not try out Jesus? Yeah. Okay, okay, all right. Ask God for myself type stuff. Yeah, that's what a lot of people may not end up doing is asking God for themselves, but rather taking the word of those who, I'm going to be air quoting, claim to know God. And they end up taking their word rather than actually going and finding a true answer from God himself. Exactly. Let me ask the real underscore John on TikTok <laughs> for myself. Bro, I wish I had myself, boy. Bro, I play that done, bro, because they really be asking, uh, like you said, uh-uh, the real underscore John about everything that has to do with God. Like, he is God. Like, he's just supposed exactly. to have it all like, down. Well, you got the creator of the universe right there. I'm saying, like, do not go to the real underscore John, bro. That is finna be, <laughs> I'm finna be using that permanently. I, I am, I'm using that. The real underscore John. But yeah, no. Uh, it's definitely imperative that we go and seek him for ourselves. There's no problem in asking others, but um, definitely rather going to the source rather than someone who, uh, air quotes, claims to know the source is definitely more important. Exactly. Like the Bible says, we only have one teacher, and that teacher is the Holy Spirit. Mm. That's, yes, yes, that, that one. <laughs> because I was definitely just talking about this last night with one of my friends is that um, they were asking the question of being saved. Uh, and essentially they had already been saved, but there's, there's some times where we feel like we're not saved because we're not perfect when that's not the case really. Um uh oh, ignore the dog. But anyways, uh this person ended up getting some help. They asked me some questions. I tried to help out and they ended up saying something around the lines of hopefully I can have as much knowledge as you do so that I can help others as well. And I was just like, I'm gonna be very, very honest. The information that I've gotten, it, I'm not gonna act like I'm no scholar, but the Holy Spirit will give you so much information. And revelation that'll make you feel as if you a scholar of the Bible, but I'm gonna be honest, I ain't even finished reading the Old Testament still. Exactly. But uh, I'm gonna be, uh, I'm a, I'm gonna hop straight to what you were talking about, and there's also something else I wanted to talk about too, other than what we discussed earlier before the podcast. Um, but we, I want to talk about what you brought up on how Satan has moved into the media, and. It ain't even a, a, a secret anymore, so please give me your view and perspective on that and what you know. I mean, it's been kind of clear, but at first, when, like, you're a child and in your teenage years and maybe in your early 20s, you're like, what are you talking about? Walt Disney, cartoons, stuff, that's not evil. Mm-hmm. What do you What do you mean? I enjoy that stuff all the time. Violent movies. That's not evil. What's wrong with that? It's just action. Mm-hmm. 
inherently at first you see it's not bad, but when you look at the deeper meanings and stuff, who made it, how it's made, and what's based on, yeah, no, that's that stuff is messed up. Yeah, uh, I can say only one one thing that uh recently has been stuck on my mind was I went to go and see the new Guardians of the Galaxy movie. I don't know if you know where I'm going with this one, but um. It, I forgot what was it called. The Great Evolutionary is the is the main antagonist of this movie, and I went to go see it with my best friend on his birthday. And there's a part where he screams out because he's creating a society in which there's no nothing but perfect beings, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I oh, want to see the gosh. movie too. I'm like, oh, this might be good. No, it's a great movie, and I, I'm i not going to lie. When I started seeing it, I already saw traits of how people want to do this and play God so bad without having the information that God actually has because they see it from a human perspective on why not make everything perfect. He was trying to create essentially a utopian society, and mm -hmm. in the process, he's trying to get back Rocket Raccoon. I'm not going to spoil it for those who haven't seen it, but I may drop a few things uh, pertaining to just this one line. But um, Rocket obviously doesn't get captured. And in the process, obviously, the Guardians start fighting back against the Great Evolutionary. And he starts losing his mind because this dude thought he had it all down. He thought he had it all perfected. He thought he was the wise, smart guy. And bro blew a fuse and then threw out this one quote. And then he said, there is no God. That's exactly why I stepped in. Mm -hmm. And my friend immediately turns over to look at me. And we both start giggling. And because he knows I already got something to say about that. He already knew I had something to say about that. And so he 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 isn't like a a, a born again believer yet but he's definitely interested in going down the route to know who Jesus is, which honestly is a better perspective than, than not wanting to know him at all. And so he just quotes him like, he's a dumb A. And I was just like, bro, a lot of people have this perspective, though. They do. It's wild. Exactly. And it's just like, bro, we want to we wanna make the decisions for God so bad and then what I saw from TikTok was a person who also viewed it, and this was their their point of view that they got from it, was that it actually portrays an excellent idea to why people can't just assume what to do if they were in the position of God. Everybody exactly. would try to make a, like. a perfect utopian society, but it won't be possible you can't make perfect creatures and expect it to produce any fruits that are going to be genuine. And like, Oh, and Genesis gosh, shouldn't have done that. Like, 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 come on now, bro. He flooded the earth for a reason. He made them <laughs> like that for a reason. Mm -hmm. And he, and he, and he doesn't just come in and boggle everything up to make it seem like, Oh, well y'all acting up. Everybody going to love me now. Like, there ain't no ifs, ands, or buts. Everybody got to love me. And there's, there's no question. You ought to love me. I mean, we should. And but... then y'all still want free will at the same time. 
Talk to him, AJ. Come on now, bro. Come on. Like you can't want you can't want free will and then at the same time be like, oh, why did God do this? He should make everybody stop doing everything that's wrong. That don't that don't make sense. Dude, 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 dude. We gotta sit on that for just a half a second because that is so right. I hear it all the time, but you just kind of piece the dots together for me is that people will be so hypocritical about God giving us free will. They're so adamant about that free will section and then try to tell him how he should control us. Like point point blank uh, uh, example is how people will try and say God should just get rid of all evil. Mm-hmm. But God just can't get rid of all evil. Uh-oh, I think my storage just went out on my camera, bro. No! All right, this is going to be like a low-key audio podcast then. I'll fix it. I'm not going to interrupt this flow because spirit is moving. But people will keep on trying to go back and forth between that ideal of, oh, free will this, oh, free will that. Uh, da, 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 this, but then try to tell God how he should control one select group and get them up out the way. Exactly. But he should have stopped this accident from happening. But if he did, he would have had to stop the driver, the make of the car. Like, it's not just about you and your own little world. That part. Bro. It's not just about you. Oh my gosh, it is not just about you. Because people definitely get so entitled to like, oh, well, God's this, that, and the other based off of the description, but you don't understand that he does things a certain way because he is just. Not just to do everything the same for everybody. I mean, he, he won't give nobody no special treatments, but he does things a certain way because he wants things to be genuine. He doesn't want it to be like this this automated response where it's like like you just said, for example, the car crash happened. Now you got to control the steering wheel. Then you got to control the driver. Then you got to influence the roads. Then he's got to influence like. I, no, <laughs> no, but I, 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 I love that part of the movie uh, solely because it shows how bad of a job humans would be doing if they were in the position to, quote, play God. Your thoughts on that? I mean, it's just... I don't even know. It's just because... They want to be God so bad. And when things go south, they blame God. Even people who don't believe in God. Mm-hmm. It's just a, a, a lot on the part that don't believe, too. Mm-hmm. Cause people say that one more time, bro. It's like I don't understand how not only people who, yeah, okay, a God exists, and but people who people who say a God doesn't, a God exists, but people who curse God and say he's wrong, evil, and disgusting, and then people who just say 
What? There's no such thing as God. That's a fairy tale. All blame God when something goes wrong. How? Exactly. Thought he, thought he wasn't real. Thought he wasn't there. Ooh. <laughs> thought he wasn't real. Thought he wasn't there. But the first instinct is to do what? Blame, blame the good guy. Blame the one in charge. Like, that would make sense. Like, come on, bro. You can't blame God for it, bro. You cannot blame God. Especially when you're in a position where you say he ain't real. Now, all of a sudden, it's his fault when things go south. I can't remember the name of the song, but the I think the yeah I can't remember the name of the song, but a really key point of the song was you're never closer to God when you hate Him. I'm like, mm, that's that's mm. a bar. Never close to God when you ooh. I gotta resonate on that. Can't blame God when you hate him. And I feel like that's what a lot of people do subconsciously too. Like like when we, we were we were just talking about how there is this stigma with people who have let's say past trauma where God didn't answer a certain prayer in an abusive situation, right? Mm-hmm. And now they feel like because did God didn't intervene here that he's either not who he says he is and who he demonstrates to be in the word, but now they have this perception of them because it's been instilled in them and and, and set up in their mind that God does not answer prayers. He does not communicate. He does not protect. He is not kind. He is not loving. And da 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 da, da because of what had happened in an earlier stage when they didn't know who he was. But yet they still blame or him. Or if order. he didn't answer the same way every time, then he's not real. Yes. People, it's just like, people think he needs to answer some certain way, one specific type of way, or it's just done deal. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's like, I, I've spoken about this too, is that God will speak in so many different ways. And since he speaks in so many different ways, you can't rely on one specific way. If he talks to you through your ear, if he whispers something to you, or if he shows you a YouTube video and da 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 da, and it answers your prayer, or let's say it's none of those at all, and it's a completely different way that you didn't recognize, people will have this one thing. It's like, oh, he's going to yell at me in my ear the same way that the devil always communicates. Exactly. Hmm. Do you have any experiences in which you dealt with somebody or was trying to like not dealt with somebody, but told somebody this, um, trying to like give them advice? Cause I definitely have a few stories. Yeah, probably my younger half brother. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, he, I can't say he didn't accept it, but he kind of just, Shrugged it off, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you you were you were telling him, but he, he didn't really pick it up, or he just kind of dismissed yeah. everything you spoke about. Yeah. Hmm. 
I remember one time, let's see, there was this one person who I was uh, speaking to in a TikTok comment. Oh, my. I I know, I I know. I don't even count that because that's like. It'd just be like, I don't even know how to explain it, to be honest. But, like, I, I was talking to them about, because they had posted this one video. I don't know if you've seen where it was, like, this one person explaining how if the example that was set up to trick Christians or to trick anybody answering was if you have a wife and she doesn't love you, you throw her into a burning furnace, did you ever love her? And then the guy who was answering on the phone will, will said, like, no, you never loved her if you threw her into a fire. And then the other guy was like, okay, well, now apply that to your God. And then dude on the phone said, no, it's not the same. And uh, the the person was an atheist trying to disprove uh, God's love and how sending people to hell, period, is unjust and whatnot. And... The person who posted the video actually responded to a comment, and long story short, it had gotten to this person where they were younger in their youth, right? They Mm -hmm. pursued after God very, 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 very hard. They, They were essentially binding themselves to the law, which is what I actually talked about in the last podcast, where binding yourself to the law gives you no room for grace. None at all. Exactly. None at all. Like, you you feel as if you have to be perfect because you've been taught the law and you know that the law is broken completely and irreparable once you you disobey once. And it's done. And people had the same stigma under the new covenant with Jesus, but the old covenant was fulfilled. It is is not in effect for those who have accepted Christ. We're under the, the dispensation of grace now. And essentially what she had been doing was she was trying to set herself up to be perfect. Where she was like, I will force myself to do this. I will force myself to do that. And da 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 And he never showed up. And I was like, you never really had a true relationship with God because, I mean, it hurt to say because I never want to assume anybody's situation. But based off the way she was saying, it was like she believed that God never showed up, period, whatsoever. Because in all that she was doing, which was honestly wrong, she never accepted God's grace, but she felt she had to be perfect. And I was just kind of like, I feel so bad because I know how it feels when you bind yourself to the law. And uh, it it feels horrible because you feel like you can never even speak to God. You feel like you're just disgusting. You're a dirty, filthy rag. Um. But yeah, that was my experience. We got completely off track with the whole Satan in the media thing. I'm fine as long as it, wherever spirit's leading. Exactly, that is true. That is true. You're right. You're right. You're right. Oh my gosh. Let's see. I'm trying to also get this camera back. I think we're good. Hold on. Give me one sec.
All right, I think we're good. We should be good. All right, but yeah, that 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 seems to be a very very big prevalent issue. Um, if if you were to advise somebody in that same circumstance, of essentially let's say just under the topic of binding yourself to the law, what would be your response in helping them? trying to think of a non-accusatory way that actually offers advice not assumptions um, mm -hmm. I remind them that the law doesn't offer eternal salvation and that even Even in death, like, even if we kept the law 100%, we'd still be dying in sin. So, mm -hmm. I mean, it doesn't save you. It's kind of like a band-aid instead of healing the wound. Mm. Ooh. Ooh, yeah, that's that's a good one. That's that's a really good analogy, actually. It's a good. Ooh, that reminds me of this other topic as well, where sometimes we we heal our wounds with a band aid and still gashing out blood. And we're still trying to help other people. And obviously you bleeding through that band-aid, it slip off and it start pouring on the other people. This was something that I definitely exactly. heard on the basement. And uh, I won't take credit for it. Like I, I got this revelation on my own, but it was still a revelation nonetheless um, for those who may not have heard about it. But healing your wounds right is definitely an essential part in your growth to going in your walk with Christ. Because if you hold on to wounds or barely patch them up and you're still trying to move forward, acting like nothing ever happened, you're going to be off and you're going to be in a worse off state later on than if you were to spend the time to fix the wound right then and there. Oh, and that's been trying to go off and heal some help somebody else with their stuff. Then you ain't even right. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, I I think the way that I don't know if it was Sam or Hector the way I I heard it was I it was Sam yeah it was Sam is that the way that in wait a minute no 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 did I hear part of this in church yeah it it part of it was also in church this this last Sunday too was that uh the way that infections work it'll stay there right. Like, it won't go away until the infection, infection is treated properly with proper care. And when you try to help somebody else, when you ain't even fix yourself, let's say we have a literal wound and, like you said, patch it up with a Band-Aid. And then when you're trying to help somebody in their circumstance, but you're literally bleeding out through that wound and then you, you infecting somebody else's cut or somebody else's issue, you're polluting their environment and their body and their growth as well. Because you're not even fix yourself, but you're trying to 
deliver the help to someone else when you don't have it for yourself. And that goes so far rather than just like, um, take it at face value and then, you know, health standards. Okay. That that is not what I'm talking about, (laughs) but let's say it's talking about relationships. We can talk about parenting, whether you're the child or if you're the parent, we can talk about a whole different way that that whole analogy branches off into so many different subcategories and it's genuinely infectious and it's going to cause a spread of disease because you ain't doing nothing but transferring the infirmity you ain't really doing nothing you ain't even helping ain't helping nobody at all because you don't help yourself first Or, or people feel like they don't allow God to help them because, ooh, like, like it was said before with people who at their younger age didn't receive the help or the didn't receive the help from God the way that they thought it was supposed to be. And now they feel like they can't go to God for anything, help in particular, because they don't think he'll respond at all. They don't think he'll approach them in the way that they want approaching, so they just don't ever get healed from them. Or they even try because they they don't feel all right to. Mmm. Yo. They gotta get right to go to God. Yo. That part. That part especially. People feel like they need to get right before they go straight to God and ask for help. Hmm. Hmm. Tell them about it, AJ. Explain why that's that. that explain it, bro. That don't make sense. Cause do you mean do you get? Have you ever gotten? Have you ever gotten help to go to the doctor or healed yourself? You went to the doctor. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, what sense does that make to try and help yourself before you go to the doctor? Mm-hmm. If you, especially if you have something like a broken bone. Dude. You put it like that, it's, it's just going to look... I'm not calling nobody foolish, but it's 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 pretty much it 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 doesn't make sense. It's nonsense. Because if God is going to be the healer that he says he is, then you have to let him operate on you. You can't try and fix the situation before you come to the doctor. You're going to end up like like the infection, bro. You're going to end up worse off if you try to help yourself rather than just going to the one who can heal all wounds and let him work on you. You're going to come out much better. It may be a process. Is I'm no, it is going to be a process. But just know that on the other end it's definitely gonna be better than if you try to work on it yourself and then present yourself to the doctor. You're gonna have exactly. three you gonna have seven more broken bones. And let him work on you and his time. Let him start and let him finish, regardless of how long it takes. 
don't let him start. I'm like, oh no, 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 you're done. You're done. You're done. I'm good. I don't need nothing else. I don't need nothing. But but you're you're still no no you're you're done. Yep, you're you're gone. Oh my gosh, that that's that's true though because people will let God start the process and then take it right back. Like, like no, I I, I can handle it from here. You're, you don't. I don't need your help anymore. Like bro, I was editing the video for Tyree and one point that he also mentions is that God doesn't ever need our help, but he still wants us to be available exactly. to let him. He move. wants to include us in the process. Mm-hmm. Like please, please recognize that God does not need you to take over his work. You can't do it in the first place. That's why you ended up bringing it to him to let somebody else help you with the situation. Mm. You can't take it back now. You on the operating table. <laughs> you are in the process. Don't, and like you said too. You. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, bro. And 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 like you said, let him operate on his time. That's that that that's that's loud because we don't ever want to give him the time of day to let him work in his time. We think we we're gone. We're, we're we're so accustomed to. I get it right now. 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 And if not, I get it sometime soon. I'm getting it sometime soon. We have surety when it's gonna happen. But with God, it's again can't please God without your faith. And I know we're not talking about please God, but the faith aspect is very, very, very imperative when it comes down to letting God move in your life, period. Regardless of the operating, regardless of the healing, regardless of the blessing aspect, the faith is a foundation. You can't skirt past that and be like, Oh God, this. Oh God, that. Oh God, help me here. But you don't got no faith to let him operate, and especially you, in this you, time. God, you took too long with your microwave generation <sighs> mentality, your TikTok mentality. Especially I mean, next one right now. Oh, that that was a few seconds too long. Next one. It's like we want everything so quick, cut off the clock, but we don't want to get no, no, no patient i was uh because i i'm not gonna lie when you sent that screenshot to 297 of the podcast in your library you reminded me of the 30 minutes with the Perrys. and i never listened to the podcast but i definitely heard it before and one time i took a shower and i was listening to it and the topic of it wasn't necessarily about instant gratification and pleasing yourself when you want to or doing things that are easier to consume in a short amount of time. It was about prayer and why prayer can be hard because people don't, they don't reap what they sow immediately. Like when it comes down to being silent in prayer, waiting for God's response, when it's dead silent and there's nothing going on but emptiness you're just letting the spirit move but you're not saying anything 
And a lot of people have trouble with that because it's like this. That's a time where it's like you're not doing anything. You're just still. And a lot of people do that in in their relationships with God is that they just can't be still. Because we're so used to in our society, either moving, going somewhere, getting ready for work, going to work, getting back from work, something. Doing something with your hands, doing something with your mind, just always all over the place. But you can't just sit down and give God the time of day to just chill out, <laughs> just chill. Oh, my gosh. Man, you got anything else to bring up? Because I'm not going to lie. This thing going. Holy Spirit is in the room. No, I can't think of anything. No. There there was. Oh, wait, what? No, no, go ahead. There, There was the video you sent, though, at 7 for me about the, the, um, the one world currency or the one currency in uh, the U.S. with the Fed Now program. Yo, I didn't real. Did it say it was rolling out in July, or does it say it's going to be like reviewed and and trying to be implemented in July? Yeah, dude. Oh, being rolled out in July. I heard stuff. Well, I mean, Fed Now was kind of like. I've heard stuff about Fed now is kind of like in the process already, but I think I don't want to tell anybody stuff that's actually might not be solid, but I've heard stuff like in July, like in the beginning of July, stuff might actually go and become public and what's it called? Go forward. Yeah. I... I saw that this morning when I woke up, and I was very, very surprised because regardless of, of where the stages are, because like you said, I don't want to be giving out no information. That ain't true. But um, it definitely shocked me because of how quick it seems like end-time events are rolling around. Exactly. Like, it, it is definitely snowball affecting where it's just like it is coming on a lot quicker than I expected, and I'm sitting over here like, dude. I'm not like, scared I, for I'm his return. I'm trying but... to get my own place. I'm saying. Like... <laughs> I was trying to save up money like I was supposed to. Get my own place. My own car. What, what, why? And you talking about no more than a $1,000 cash limit? Please, bro. I am not hearing that. And if you do, you on a watch list? Like That's the wildest part. You can go part. to court and then from court jail? Like, really? Do we have to be that serious because of a cashless society? Come on, bro. That That is wild. And they were saying, in the video I saw, they were pretty much saying, if you spend over $1,000, pretty much take your good luck, take your chances. I'm like, wow. Yeah, yeah. That, I'm not going to lie. That was mad petty the way she said that. And that one part was, uh, hey, bro. You can't have all your cake and eat it too, bro. You better take your, better take your chance. Go ahead and spend a thousand one dollars. I dare you. <laughs> I dare you. <laughs> it's the fact exactly that you have to go to jail. Wow, yo, out here, 
doing the most. But uh, I saw that, and I was at first, it was a very quick hesitation of like, dude. I'm I'm I was slightly worried because it was like I don't I don't know all the end time events in order, but I think that's like at the. That's like definitely way past the first fourth of descriptions given. I feel like that's either like the halfway or like the three fourths mark. I have no idea. Again, I don't want to say nothing that ain't true, but yeah, me too. Because at first I saw my own. Um, I don't want to say but food, but a place because I have a place to stay, but mm-hmm. my bank account ain't exactly a where it's at. I feel you, bro. I'm a negative 517 in credit debt right now. We got eight cents in the bank account, bro. But, hey, God is good. So, <laughs> we going to be all right, bro. He's going to make that $1,000 a million somehow. I'm saying. I'm believing in that. Oh, my gosh. I'm I'm in no rush, honestly, because I like the uncomfortability of of where of – where, where a lot of people want to stay comfortable, I'm very uncomfortable, but I'm comfortable with that uncomfortable, if that made any sense at all. That made sense to me. Okay, cool. Because I know somebody just said, bro, you just said uncomfortable and comfortable like 17 different times. You better choose one and stick with it. But I, I, I'm... Oh, wait, yeah, no, I don't want to say that because it's still in the works, but there is some provision coming forth um, from God, and I'm very happy about that. I'll disclose that when I actually have it, rather than speaking beforehand. Um, a few people do know, but what I'm saying essentially is that it is very, very. It's nice to be uncomfortable, or no, it's nice to be comfortable in the uncomfortableness of your financial aspect or in your whole life period, because. I'm not saying this from an I'm better than you because I I quit my job like but like once you feel like you're I'm I'm literally at a point where I have no choice but to be in the hands of God like anything that happens from here forth as if no anything that happened the moment I quit there was no more security in the financial provision in a sense of what I could perceive right Mm-hmm. So now I'm at the point where all my needs get met by, by God. Him. Exactly. I can't all, say yeah, that I didn't. The way I see a job is like, it's you're trying to hold up yourself. Mm-hmm. It's like people say, oh, go get the biggest, best job out there. But I mean, you're just trying to hold up and sustain yourself. Why do that when. You got him. Yes. Yes. And I, I'm very happy for the fact that I don't actually have a job right now. I'm actually very, very happy about that. Because I remember back a while ago, I I, I would want... I would want... Uh, a moment like this in my life where it's like, I see people talking about quitting their job. I want to quit my job too. And for the Lord. But my heart posture was crazy because I just wanted to do it to like test my faith at the time, see if I would actually listen. And that was probably like a year and a half ago. But 
now being at the spot where he legitimately said, hey, bro, it's it's time to wrap up the the job. And now being at a point where it's been a month and a half since, right? Yeah. And I am still driving my car, and the gas tank is full right now. And I'm okay. driving a O2 Suburban. So for those who want to look it up, bro, I'm I don't got no choice, no choice but to be spending gas once every other week because that thing will eat through the whole 26 gallons, 27 gallons in there, bro. It's all gone. But, yeah, I know. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to say it's bad. It could be worse, but the mileage is not mileaging. It it is not. I'm saying where is that financial? I mean, I know where the financial is coming from, but, Mm -hmm. like, he, he printing that paper. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna lie. A lot of it was credit, but at least I have a limit of five hundred. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm. <laughs> a lot of it was credit, but I wouldn't have gotten the credit card without him. Mm-hmm. So, even then, I'm still like, look. I could have had, let's say, let's say, because beforehand, a lot of people might might be like, oh, well, you still had the credit. That's your own thing. But the thing is, is before that, I was still using the credit card, and my credit card was not on zero dollars of credit before I quit my job. So there was still, I, I would have said, credit debt beforehand. And let's just say I had spent literally one more full tank on the gas before I had quit my job. I would not have a full tank right now. That thing oh, would be wow. on the curb, one tick away from E, waiting for the next provision of financial aspects so I can go to the gas station only. Like... When I tell you the the last bit of all the credit went into that car, and I'm at the point now where, like, the dollars are out. The credit is gone. Now it's like any single dime or dollar I get, nobody can say you did it on your own. This is just even more further, uh, uh, not excuses, but explanation as to how God is providing. Because... I'm 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 out on the I'm out I'm out I'm out of everything. Any dime that comes in is God. Absolutely, like man, that's I don't. That's not anybody but God right there. I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying, and another thing that oh ooh, ooh, because I thought about this a little bit ago. No, it was it was given to me a little bit ago was a lot of people like myself at one point uh, wanted to demonstrate their faith in God by giving up something big that they have. Right. Mm-hmm. But they never want to do it because they're too scared of the unknown. They yeah. they want to demonstrate their faith to God. But when the opportunity presents themselves. The uncertainty of God's provision tends to scare them rather than excite them. And we wait on this chance to say, God, I want to show you my faith. I want to give my all to you. I want to I want to I want to give my 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 faith and present it to you. Then the opportunity presents itself in there and they're scared of it rather than realizing this is an opportunity like none other. You don't get very many chances on your own accord because 
let, let's face it, everybody want to keep their job. Everybody want to keep that 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 set income. Everybody's got bills to be paying. Everybody got got payments that need to be made, subscriptions that need to be paid. So even just quitting for for two weeks can set somebody back tremendously. But it shouldn't be something that's feared when it comes down to the uncertainty of God's provision, but rather it should be something we're excited for because we get to see God show up in our lives from our faith like never before. Mm, yeah, that's true. It, we that's should like not. life after war right there. <laughs> it's like, but for real though, we, we should not be scared of that. It's 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 one of the most amazing feelings to know that any it does say in the scripture i don't remember where but all good things do come from the lord all blessings come from the lord um i need to find that scripture rather than just saying the paraphrase but essentially that's what it was saying and me having faith in that that's true i'm like bruh when i'm still driving around and pulling up to the friend's house a month and a half after quitting the job Nobody's going to be like, bro, I have missed out on, what is it? One, two, three, three whole checks. And you talking about how are you still driving your car? I'm going to look at them dead in the face and be like, I don't know. Oh, but I do have this answer. God is putting gas in the tank. God is putting money in the pocket so I can still eat. And another thing is, is I'm not dead of starvation. And it's been a month and a half afterwards. You can't say that God hasn't been providing me with food at the bare minimum and water to drink at the bare minimum. It's a, it, it's such a good feeling to be out. Just, just, just. Needing God for everything that happens. It It's something that I would advise a lot of people to listen to. Now, don't just be going and quitting jobs and 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 ditching out on stuff that you ain't supposed to be ditching out on because you want to air quote prove the faith that's just blatant oh, man, sorry. yeah yeah nah. some that people like <laughs> that tiktok when that person quit their job like oh god please told me to quit my job i told you quit your job exactly i ain't tell you to do you that go on back get your job before i give it tyrone <laughs> before i go on bless it before i go on bless tyrone oh my gosh bro because it's like people will people won't will, will do it be like oh well he quit their job i'm finna quit mine and be like uh Make sure you're spirit led when you do such, cause uh, that that might not be God telling you to do that. You might get an impulse, but I I I I was just talking to somebody recently. I'm not gonna name names because we both know this person. Um, but they were talking about the uncertainty. I don't know. Wait, uh, nah, nothing. But uh. It was, they were talking about the 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 fact that they want to step out on faith, but they're uncertain about what's to come from it. And I, I'm not saying this from a, a, a an egotistical perspective because I wouldn't have this perspective had it not been for God showing up in my life previously to, to, to demonstrate that he's always there. But it should be something we're happy for, man. Stepping out into the water should be something that we look forward to because... It's not like we're prov- we're not looking prov- for provisions from the devil. We looking for provisions for our all all 
for our heavenly father who we know is good exactly especially when we know who he is exactly and we know what he says he'll do for us and we know that what he says is not a lie so what's negative to come from this i mean the uncertainty is the biggest part and the initial the stepping off the boat into the water point is the scariest but once you're out there you're in his hands and there's a comfort there that that you just don't always get to feel and and you start to really appreciate what you get because you know it's given from big god it, it's such an amazing feeling it really is especially when no matter how windy it gets you know you're still there you really feel that comfort and appreciation mm-hmm and, and uh, that's something I, I, I definitely say, like, just because. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a hop off that. One. But there there was uh, that, that's something I definitely wanted to say, though. And I'm not bragging because it's like, oh, God told me to quit my job so I can go ahead and flex on everybody else. Like, um, rather testimonial. I'm not I'm not going to flex on anybody because um, that is definitely not what I'm trying to do. But oh no, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no on that. But I definitely want to encourage somebody. Let, let let one person be encouraged. Step off the boat. Step on the water. You're in his hands. What's to fear from God? From God. What's to fear from him? You're in his hands. You're being provided for. You're going to be taken care of exceedingly and abundantly. Seek first the kingdom, and all these things will be added. So once you do that, bro. Come on now, what? Well, we we don't gotta be afraid of them. But man, oh, even regardless of how situations and things may look around you, mm-hmm. and like you said, you still got food, water, drink, place to stay, things to drive. So I mean. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you healthy too. Yeah, staying in the gym. We we eating we eating mostly grilled chicken and rice. But hey, bro, I'm not gonna lie. That's a good thing to be to be eating. Exactly. I'm sure you're doing a lot better than a lot of people around you. I won't, <laughs> I won't be saying all that because I don't know that. No, but. I'm saying like because like in the Bible says like he'll keep us around our enemies and we'll mm-hmm. be seen as different amongst our enemies mm-hmm. and he'll bless us amongst them yeah that that is true and we'll... man yeah cause um the 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 people that initially heard that I had left my job because of God uh, somebody who doesn't have a relationship with God that doesn't sound like there was any sanity left in me at this point. Sounds like, bro, um, did you happen to smoke something? Are you are you sober? Like because a lot of people are are very much skeptical of like, oh well because there was one time I was talking to somebody about my testimony and they were like, Okay, so if your God loves you, then why would he tell you to quit your job? And I was like, Bro, because he has something better planned. Cause you have you have to have a job to provide for yourself, don't you? Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, he's gonna provide with he's gonna provide me something better. 
the electrician thing was just to hold me over to get to this point so that he can pro provide for me in other areas, not the financial aspect, but the spiritual aspect. So he can provide me this, this, that, and set up things so I can be at this point. Um, because I'm going to be honest. I don't know if you know this, but the week after I left my job, not even a week, like five or six days after I quit my job, the acceptance letter, like the money for the college had come in. So had I put it off another week, I would not be sitting here doing this. I would be in school right now. So he told me right before I almost screwed up my whole life. Mm. And then I would have been in school for, I think it would be like borderline two years to be uh, an electrician. And then I would have been on the way to start trying to build up a company, which would have taken, I have no idea how long, but I'm, I'm, I'm very glad that I chose to listen because he would have told me to probably do it again, but it would have been even harder had I disobeyed him in the future. Cause then it would have just came back up and now I'm in the school, the money's being funneled in and due to my disobedience, it's now kind of a tougher situation to navigate because there's so much more on the plate rather than beforehand I could have just easily said okay and now I don't have to worry about that part but hey, legal job okay <laughs> I wish it was like right. that because I thought it was I thought it was the I thought that was Satan at that point mm, you ain't blame. I'm sitting over here like, bro, we finna be, we finna be well set. And you talking about quitting. But then I saw even more for the evidence. And I was like, yeah, this looking like confirmation to me. So, uh, I'm gonna go on and get my butt up out of here. Like, I don't know if it's a blessing or a sign that, like, Amazon keep getting thousands of people laid off in, in like drones. Mm. It's wild. Yeah. I don't know if he's saying, yeah, you need to go on tiptoe right on out of there, or you're welcome. Mm. Because Wait, yeah, you work at Amazon, don't you? Mm-hmm. Honestly, who knows? Because, well, God knows, but the thing is, there was a video I saw a while ago, and I, I played it on the podcast, where God is moving people out of their jobs to move them into their purpose. And... Even today, this morning, right? I was talking to my my dad, getting my 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 morning cup of coffee, and we started talking about, um, essentially the gospel and whatnot. Just just reiterating over points that people have trouble understanding. And then he got this text, um, because people are getting laid off in my mom's job, and essentially because like business goes down, obviously they have to lay off people, um. But I just find it not so conveniently convenient, but rather so very telling that like people are getting moved out of their jobs very, very much recently. A lot of it can either do with God and a lot of it can either do with the enemy because we already know the enemy likes to copy whatever God's doing and yeah. twist it and pervert it in his way. So either way it could always turn out to be a, a blessing of a testimony if you if you give God your faith and your obedience oh man that's crazy 
else? There was something else I was thinking about before. What was it? Oh my gosh. You know what I completely forgot about? What? We never even went over what we talked about initially with the uh, Satan being in the media. We did a little bit, but not to an extent. You never gave your your, your, your side and your perspective on that. With, oh, I mean, we went through the um, the Guardians of the Galaxy thing, but... You, you you did mention about cartoons and shows coming out now on how they're just they're, they're just not even blatantly they're, they're just being so very out there and loud. Exactly. Like, what's the point now? Yeah, like don't even hide it, bro. I I I knew it was in the media without without caring when they made the show about Jesus being homosexual. Oh yeah, that that what was that in two thousand twenty? Yeah, it was around 2019-2020 type era. It was around COVID season, I believe. Either before or during. But dude, when I saw that, I knew it was so very telling that there isn't it, it's just out there, dude. That one was that that one that one made me look back at scripture and I was just like, "You know what, bro? If I wasn't sold out on the fact that the end times is here, I'm definitely sold out now." I'm definitely sold out now because you can't tell me there ain't a, there, 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 there's just an agenda being pushed and it, it sure ain't friendly. Although the chosen is a very big success. It is. And I'm very, very happy um, that there are people who are really seeing the characteristics of Jesus being portrayed in a show. And and they feel touched and emotional because it, it really does do a pretty decent job at making a non-corny Christian show. And it really does depict what I, I, I would say his character is really like. Although there's some things that apparently I've heard where there's like other types of um, ideologies implemented into it. But I haven't really watched the show at all in like five months but I'm, I'm i'm glad to see that there are people coming to christ through that rather than being so focused on the 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 worldly media that's being pushed everywhere i'm glad that they're actually starting to make more christian shows more mm-hmm. original christian shows than just like the usual you know nonsense like how Little Demon came out like not even two years ago. Mm-hmm. And people were like, oh, yeah, it's the best show ever. I'm like, do y'all not see what this is? Are we not watching the same thing? <laughs> like, please tell me the eyes are looking at the same screen, please. Let's be for real. I. I forgot, I don't remember what it was, but hmm. but the the I don't know if you've seen the movie Nefarious though, have you? I've heard about. Oh, that's yeah. I haven't seen it yet, but I have heard about it. Dude, 
that movie is good. I've heard that. It, it, it it's like a lot of people are getting not so ironically ironic. A lot of people are getting pissed off because it it seems like it's like oh this movie painted itself as a horror movie and it's just a Christian evangelist propaganda. It's like bro, what? Are you not listening? Like because it mentions the fact that I'm not even going to go over it because people may even still watch it and I don't want to spoil it for you either in case you do watch it but dude that movie does a great job of portraying how Satan has got in the media and how Satan is 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 taking over this world before people's eyes and they don't realize it and it, it yeah it's it, it's a really good movie to to get a, a a deeper understanding of how the kingdom of darkness operates and it exposes that that's why the movie is getting so many different like juxtaposed positions because there's like five star ratings here because this movie does a great job at at exposing the schemes of the enemy and how they're actually prevalent in the world as opposed to people who are just kind of like bro this is some boo boo propaganda which Bruh, I, I don't know what to say to you, bro. <laughs> but uh, oh, did you ever see the um movie interview with God? Or it wasn't movie; it was a a documentary that was um uh, interview with God. Ah, uh, no, I haven't. What? What? Wait, what? What is it? It's about a reporter that. So it, it's about a reporter. He, he's an atheist, mm-hmm. and he doesn't believe in God. But he comes across this man, and he finds out that he's that he's God, and he slowly has more interviews with him. Mm-hmm. And he asks him the typical common questions about who God is, about and all that. Mm-hmm. And it's actually a pretty good movie. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie, I'm gonna put that on the radar and I don't even watch movies like that to be honest. That sounds pretty good. But yeah, man, I'm I'm not gonna lie. This conversation been pretty good, man. Well if you haven't seen one thing, I would definitely suggest going and watch that um that interview that guy did with the interview with Satan. That was Yeah, I need to watch that. Cause I've been I've been seeing it around a lot in terms of like uh, recommended on on YouTube and whatnot. I haven't really I haven't watched it myself, but I really want to. You got to. And the thing is, people gonna see that and still be like, "What? Nah, that ain't that don't happen. Yeah, he ain't real." I'm like, "What? He just laid out the entire plan to your face." And you talking about? It's just, it's just fake fairy tale. Like, bro. Part of me really would be wanting to say it's not going to be a fairy tale when you see God face to face or when you see all Christians disappear off the face of the earth due to the rapture. And now it's not a joke. Or when a demon materialized CO face. <laughs> nah, nah, the demon materializing is crazy. 
I mean, gonna be a joke until then. Like, <laughs> and you went in field position. <laughs> yeah, Hold on like, to bro. a cross. Oh my gosh, bro. Like, y'all don't believe till then. At least they believe at that point. They've got time to. They got time to still, you know, make amends. But they got to go through a little bit. Um, and if you do not mm, know, true. pop up in the revelations and uh, please ask the Holy Spirit to guide you and give you understanding in revelations because. Please. It can get dicey. It, it and if is. you read the Bible, please don't go from Revelations to Gen. Don't read Revelations first. That is what I keep telling people. I don't know. Why. People feel like it's the most interesting book. Because I mean, it is. It, I mean, it is. You ain't going to understand nothing. Yeah. Like, you will look at it either for what it is or try and find out the metaphorical reasoning behind it, and you won't get it because there's no context. Like bro, exactly. Please don't start off with Revelation until um, unless you feel like you've got you've got unctioning in the spirit. I then yeah, but I don't know, bro. I don't. I wouldn't start off with it just because you quote. I want to. Yeah, no, no. Exactly. Do that. Don't do that, bro. Like I mean, I could see starting off in the Gospels, going back to the Old Testament, then yes. going to later books, but not. Oh, well, let me start in Revelation. Why? Oh, it's interesting. Uh, yeah, no, 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 don't do that. You're going to confuse what? yourself. You're going to get very confused when they start talking about women being pregnant, and you're going to be seeing dragons. You're going to be seeing... Um, you're going to see... The dragon, dragons going after women. Like, yes. What? You're going to be... I, I Look... I was talking to my mom about this, and she said even scholars who have been studying that book for years are still not settled in what this all means. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting over here like, look, if you want to, you have been advised. Curiosity takes over. Kill the cat. Yeah, it does. It does kill the cat, but it won't kill you this time because all you're going to do is be maybe slightly in a lack of understanding, but... Nah. And may, have, may have a few nightmares, but I mean, <laughs> hey, just, just hey. a few. But uh, like you said, though, definitely start from the Gospels. For those who don't know, Matthew through what is it, Luke? No, it's John. Whoops, John. Matthew yeah. through John. Go to Acts. Read on forward. I say read forward till Jude because that's the book right before Revelations, and then you can pop over to the Old Testament. Um, I'd recommend if you're going to read Old Testament, just start with Genesis and, and, and maybe even Exodus, but I don't really know. Cause it, cause, uh, I was just talking to somebody and they, they read Leviticus, right? Yeah. But they don't understand the gospels yet. And see that, that's why the gospels first. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I would recommend going through the, going up to the Psalms. But I mean, that's yeah. just me. I, yeah, you can definitely you can read Psalms and Proverbs, Ecclesiastes as well. Um, what else? What else? Jonah. There are a few good books in the Old Testament that you can read as just stories because they're, 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 they're stories, but they're not fake, obviously. But there are some there are some books you can read in the Old Testament, like Psalms, Proverbs, Job, Ecclesiastes. Um, and those will give you some pretty good understanding um, in in a few aspects of the walk you will you will face in Christ, but other than that, 
please don't start up an Old Testament and then jump over right. to like Revelations and then I don't because I think the, I saw a video and I think the thing is people don't see the Old Testament as important because it was it already happened it's it it doesn't matter yeah the New Testament is the end of the book the new stuff the more prevalent stuff like no bro you will find some juicy connections between the Old Testament and the New Testament and it gives an even broader understanding of why what Jesus did was so important and so uh, like literally the definition of amazing not amazing just be like oh yeah that's amazing that's cool no I mean like it'll, it'll genuinely amaze you because those cross references are hard I mean you will get chills from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. Like, mm-hmm. bruh. It, bruh. Like, I was walking home. I was at home one day just sitting around thinking, and he just like, I, oh, that's why he said that, like, type stuff. Mm-hmm. Them revelations be hitting out of nowhere, too. Especially in the shower for me. I'm not gonna lie. Like, he'll say something in the middle of Leviticus shall pertain to Matthew for like what seems no reason. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But for the yeah, for those starting off, please read from the Gospels and and then go forth from the Gospels to Jude, then maybe pop in some few things in the Old Testament along the way for better understanding. Yeah, man. I don't know people don't like context. They always turn around. No, called context. Oh, you said what? You started like like it was cutting in and out. I said I don't know people don't like context. And yeah. I said people say like, oh, you're stupid around. Like, no, it's called context. Yeah, the context part is definitely needed, so it can make even more sense to you as you keep reading. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to lie, I'm a skipper when I read, bro. Me jumping all around the place. Because at first, I tried to read Genesis to the end of the Bible. Nah, I made uh-huh. the name of Genesis. Hit Leviticus. Oh, no, yeah. Leviticus might people. That, that's where people will end up accidentally binding themselves up to the law is because they'll, they'll read the Old Testament and think that's what we're under now. Um as born-again believers in Christ and followers of Christ. But it's like, um, we're under the grace covenant that you haven't read about in the New Testament. Um, so I implore you to read that first. Please. And especially as hard and as bad as it is, read numbers. Ooh. I haven't even read numbers yet. Because it, it literally lays out the chronological genealogy of Jesus. Oh, okay. I'm not going to lie. The genealogies are genuinely so important, too. That's that. I'm, I'm going to be honest. That's either, like, that's more up there in the terms of, like, um, you still need more context. Because when you see, because the aspect of generational sin is present in the genealogies. 
and you will see different geom- like the sons of Noah, right? Yep. The I forgot who who had the curse placed on them. Or or the it was one of Noah's sons who had a son, so it would be his um nephew. I don't remember. But he had a curse placed on his son's son and Wait, that would be his his grandkid. I'm tripping. But it would uh-huh. he placed a uh, curse on his grand grandson, and you will see that the curse follows throughout scripture, and that their people that de- the the people that derived from that person who had the curse placed on them had generational sin. And you will see that in in throughout different parts of the Bible where curses are placed or or um people are connected to other families that trace all the way back up to a, a family that had a curse placed on them. And it's like, dude, when you, when you really pay attention to that, it's, it, it's still very prevalent today that generational curses are, are very much a real thing, just as much as generational blessings are. You also see that in the genealogies as well. No, we call it. We, it's, it's just a disease. Yes, it's just it's just in my family. We've all had it, <sighs> bro, bro. That right there, it's just in the family, man. Diabetes is just the family. It's like that ain't no that ain't no that ain't no regular pattern. That ain't no regular pattern. And you got those one or two individuals in the family who don't have diabetes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, it it just skips, it just skips a few, and then it lands on you, and you just accept it. See, the, there was one sentence that I remembered, um, from somewhere about generation. Oh uh, yeah, it was from Tim, Tim Ross, and he said that you have to accept generational curses. They knock on the door. It's up to you whether you want to invite them in. And accept them and take in what you're about to to receive. Like generational curses can be rejected. They can be rejected only through Jesus. Only through Jesus. (laughs) Um, You can fight it all you want with earthly remedies, but there is no remedy like Jesus when it comes down to well anything at all. But here specifically generational curses. There was... This one example that was actually displayed in our church where it showed the descendants of those who had a generational blessing placed upon their family. And there was a genealogy as an atheist who hated God and was against Christianity and all that followed his family afterwards. And do when I tell you. There were it'll sound so generic like, oh, yeah, it just gets passed down. But dog, listen to this. There were professors for universities in the in the generational blessing uh, line. There were professors. T- there were tons of professors, tons of doctors, tons of lawyers, turn, uh, tons of rich people, ambassadors, um, um, government officials, uh, um, uh, people in the military, like like established citizens who 
who you would deem like, oh yeah, they got it going essentially. They they mm-hmm. have they have it going, and then you see the other genealogy of someone who has a generational curse placed upon their bloodline. You will see that you you saw murderers, tons of divorces, tons of suicides, tons of attempted murders, tons of people who are felons, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people who have early deaths, tons of people who died of sudden illnesses. And it, it, like, bro, they were on the hundreds of hundreds. And I mean, it was so evident that they, like they followed this genealogy all the way down to anybody who was related to this atheist and anybody who was re- related to this Christian. And wow. when I tell you the stark contrast, there were dozens and dozens and hundreds of, of, of blessed people in the generational blessings. And there was hundreds and hundreds of death destruction disease illnesses violence divorce malice all that followed from this atheist who had a generational curse upon his bloodline and when that that's was the same we don't that's the thing we don't understand our children are responsible for our sin but they can't be affected by the consequences of it yes sir like, dude. So be careful what you do and say and how you do it because your kids can. <clears throat> yeah, pick up on that one, Chief. Man. That's, that's, that's why when I, when I plead the blood, I plead the blood also over my descendants as well. Because I'm my parents, if I were to guess so, I think my parents have received generational blessings individually, right? Or they've started yeah. the generational blessings chain. And I'm not going to be a cog that's like, oh, yeah, I reject that. Because just as you can reject the generational curse, you can reject the generational blessing. Um. You can reject what you want to reject. God's not going to hold you accountable to receive a certain thing just because it was it was asked of you. You still have a choice. Um, however, I'm going to... My, my, my thing is, is I want to continue this as well where I, I keep on doing the generational blessing. I want to keep on continuing the generational blessing line that my, my father and mother have received. And I'm, I'm very grateful that I'm in the position to be able to do so. Yeah. Like if your father starts a successful business and say, Hey son, it's in line for this. Mm-hmm. Nah, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. I'm going to just skip out on that chief. Like, uh, excuse me. What? Like a multi-billion dollar business. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, gonna just I'm fine. Yeah. We're good on that. Chief. You can keep that. He laid up that multi-generational blessing for you and your kids on purpose. Yes. That's yeah. me. Mm, I'm going to skip out on that, bro. I'm going to just go to the bar and introduce alcoholism. I'm going to just buy this dope and become a fiend and pass that on to my children. You know what I'm saying? 
But, hey, bro, to each his own, everybody has a decision they can make. Either choose God or side with the kingdom of darkness. That That is literally it. Exactly. Oh, man. People get mad that it's that simple. It, 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 it's it, got to be more complicated than that. And it's like, broski, it, it, it is really not that complicated. I mean, it can get complicated, but it 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 isn't really that complicated. Well, it it can get more nuanced, but not more complicated. Yeah. Okay. It's yeah. Better simple, word. It can get as simple. It's as simple as choose choose yourself and your sin and build mm-hmm. the kingdom of darkness, or be with God. Yes. Yes. And 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 that that there are different there are different nuances within that but that's 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 it mm-hmm. yeah, it's like you, you you just you gotta make a smart decision on who who, who you're gonna choose and and once you choose it, it, it's it's a hard posture thing mm-hmm. i say it a lot it's a it's a hard posture thing because god knows when you're faking he sure can. I just, I just, we, we, Holy Spirit just gave me something last podcast about God is a reader of the heart, bruh. He knows when you faking and he knows when you telling the truth. Like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go to church and give my all. Give you all where? Because you better be coming from the heart, bruh. Exactly. Sitting there at church clapping. Yeah, hallelujah. <laughs> Like that—that's your whole move. <laughs> it's the fact that you said move. I just imagined in my head you pushing them completely out the way. Said me move. Now if that is you in church and that's your heart posture, hey bro, I'm not gonna jump on you because you're not really moving like that in in, in worship, bro. Everybody worship differently, but God can see your heart though. Mm, God would rather you just stand there. And worship him, then you clap and not focus on him. You, you just yeah, following the rhythms, and you don't. Oh really, yeah, I yeah. since everybody's clapping, I have to clap too. That's something I definitely used to do as a child, for real. I did too, for real, all the time. I, I was definitely like, okay, if I don't start clapping, my mama finna smack me in the mouth with this tithe envelope, <laughs> and I don't need that to happen right now. Or I'm gonna start crying. That was the case for me. Or everybody else got their hands up with their eyes closed. I do too. So, um, yeah. higher? Oh, <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, I. I, I feel bad when I didn't do it right. Mm-hmm. God don't shame nobody. Sure don't. He'll tell you like it is, but he ain't gonna shame you and condemn you. And he'll provide you the answer and solution to your issues if you come to him. Exactly. So you know lost it's condemnation. Mm. Mm. People need to know the difference between guilt and condemnation and conviction. Exactly. I said it once, I'll say it again. Guilt and condemnation will have you feeling like you can't talk to God, like you can't even speak to him. You have to clean yourself up like we were just talking about before. Like, you got to clean yourself up before you can present yourself to him. Like, 
guilt and condemnation will have you feeling like God hates you, but conviction will make you feel like I screwed up in this area and God still loves me and he wants me to do better. Mm -hmm. He's not going to shame me for it. He's going to tell me where I could mess up, where, where I went wrong. He'll show me where I went wrong and show me how to improve on that. Um, and trust me, I felt a fair share, bro. Ex-porn addict here. Speak on it. I'm saying. Man. I, I even failed to my flesh about a few days ago, I think. And the thing is, is that I have accountability partners who I tell. And it always never feels good. Because it's like, you know you can do better. But... If I were to paraphrase what my accountability partner said, it would be that it, it was a verse where it says a righteous man falls 77 times and gets back up. Or was it seven times? It, it was either seven, seven or 77 times and gets back. He will fall seven. I don't know what it was, but he'll fall and get back up after it. Um, and that there is no condemnation for those that are in Christ. And I believe that was, I might be Romans 8. I might have that wrong. But there is no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. Guilt and condemnation will have you feel the complete opposite. He will be like, you don't deserve to to even claim the name of Jesus because you did one thing wrong. You know what that sounds like? That sounds like binding yourself to the law to me. Sounds like and a lack of you trying to get back up? You did all this wrong. Mm-hmm. Man, it has been a very, very good conversation. So good. Holy Spirit flowing. For is there anything else you want to add on? I just remind people that for one, we don't have to, like you said, stay buying to the law and and not only just that everything else the world has for us and says we have to do this, we should do that. We free in Christ and how he says and what he says for us. Mm-hmm. And even if we are Christians, we don't have to do nothing and be bored. We can mm-hmm. enjoy life. Life is meant to be with God and be enjoyed. Yep. The earth was made for us. Well, for his pleasure, of course, but the earth was made, the environment was made for us. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't be bored. I say that a lot of Christians actually are bored as a Christian, which. Mm. Like, you, right? like, 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 you can have fun as a Christian, yo. Uh-huh. Don't be having like too much fun, you know. I'm, I don't need to elaborate. Those who get it, get it. Don't be having too much fun, but I want to go out and do like my friends do. That's fun. Mm. Call to be separated. Call to be set apart, like mm-hmm. not just because we want to have fun. 
Yep. We are called to be set apart, different from those in the world. All things are made new for a reason. For those who ain't listened to the last podcast, the title was Forget the Former Things. We (laughs) We was just talking about that. But man, I'm not gonna lie, bro. This was a very, very spirit-filled conversation. We started off with a banger at the at the beginning. Spirit was loud. Spirit was loud and clear. Hey, I want y'all to talk about this. (laughs) I'm saying because we it went straight from it went straight from talking about Marvel to infecting other people with your wounds to learning how to heal property to letting God work on his time to it, it went to so many different places and I'm, I'm very happy because it's something that I pray about beforehand is that God's hand is in the podcast I don't want to release nothing that ain't that doesn't have his hand in it you know mm-hmm. I feel you on that I've already did that before and it's the worst feeling in the world Oh yeah. It's like, yeah, nah, ain't gonna do that one, Chief. Nah, let's let's retract that. Let's yeah. Let's not do things in uncertainty, but let us have a sober mind when doing such things. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I want to thank you so much for for coming on to the podcast. Thank you. No problem, bro. I I definitely was I was praying about it because I'm sitting over here like, let's just. Because I was just like, let's make sure, you know what I'm saying? You want to do things the way you want to do them, God? I don't want to. And he was just like, yeah. Let him let him come on the podcast. Man, you were praying about it. I, I didn't want to ask. I'm like, uh, ask him. <laughs> I, I shouldn't. I don't know what for the podcast. Why, I don't, don't want to just ask him. Oh, uh, you know what? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm not sure why not. I don't see why not. Yeah. At first, I thought oh. I was. Oh my God! Test the right person. Because <laughs> like, you said it was just like so one sentence. I'm like, okay. I was like, All yeah. right, thank you, Lord. I don't see why not. At first, I thought it was gonna be because we hadn't spoke much, but I'm gonna be very honest. Your tone is very monotone, right? Yeah, I, I was like, I was like, I wonder how this conversation is gonna flow. But this being like the legit first conversation we've ever actually had, mm-hmm. it honestly went very, very well. It yeah, w- it really did. It really did go very, very well. And because I'm, I'm, I'm not even going to lie to you. I was definitely like, I have no idea how this conversation is going to flow because we never spoke before. And uh, it can always sometimes be very, very awkward because even that's the same thing I did with. Josiah, but we had like a 40 minute conversation while trying to figure things out, right? And oh, yeah. At first, it was kind of like, you know, it, it's a little bit awkward, but when two awkward. people have the spirit, yeah, it, it, teams, it tends to just, it, it flows and it connects. And that's something I'm just kind of like, bro, this is, this, this was a good conversation. And mm-hmm. granted, my phone literally shut off like four different times trying to record the video. But hey, man, it's still going out there. For real. But uh, you know who, 
you know who man stomped his feet. I know. And the thing is, is like, like I was, jo I was so serious about that eight cents in my account. Uh, that, 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 that extra storage subscription for like three dollars. I that thing has gone off like seven times on my notification. Reminding me like, hey, bro, you better pay up. I'm like, just give me a minute. Give God a minute to get this. The, you know what I'm saying? Let let him move the money in. Yeah. But uh, I got the same thing on my Google, my on my Gmail. I'm like, ayo, you might want to get some more storage here. Dude, I'm sitting over here fighting for storage right now, bro. But I thank you so much for listening to come onto this podcast because I genuinely do feel like this podcast will be a blessing to others because it was a blessing to me. I was receiving revelations even though I, I was speaking too. You too, man. I'm sitting over here like I didn't even think of that a moment beforehand, but you connected the dots, Holy Spirit. I thank you. Um, but I really thank you for coming onto the podcast and, and, and just talking with people and being another voice that somebody can hear that may be confirmation for them to do something that you may have said. And I hope so. I bless the mic for me. <laughs> and I thank you, Holy Spirit, for being a part of this podcast too, because it would not have flown the way that it did had you not been in this in this podcast. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for listening to the Word of Reason podcast. Um, you guys know where all the socials is. I'm gonna be honest; I forgot to even mention this at the start, but we do have the link to everywhere in the description of any podcast where that's Apple Podcasts, obviously on YouTube as well, Spotify. Just click on the description description. You can find the links to everywhere. Um Yeah. Thank y'all so much for coming. And thank you so much again for being a guest on the podcast and taking the time out your day to to have a, a conversation with me just about stuff. Oh, no. Thank you. No problem. But I will see y'all in the next podcast. You got to say bye, AJ. Bye. <laughs> Make sure to follow my boy and guy. Thank you. Thank you. All right. It looks like everything that, that went amazing.